The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is brought to you in part by the Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am crew. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push, it can be exactly what you need. I'm suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Many Marvel Geeks. Uh, kind of a bonus this week. Um, we couldn't do a normal point five. We're actually doing a full episode. Well, okay, it's not going to be a full episode lengthwise like we normally do, but we are doing an actual episode because there's just some good news out there. Um, like for one, coming soon, keep an eye out on Mighty Marvel Geeks Twitter at Marvel Geeks and at Mighty Marvel Geeks on Instagram um, because there is a new product coming from Jazzwares called Zotechi and uh, I've got some stuff coming that I'll be showing that will be influenced or inspired by the artwork of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to see if it and we're talking Avengers. Uh, it's inspired from a cover of um the all new promo shot for the all new uh for the all new Marvel Now from a couple of years ago when they brought out the Marvel Now initiative. Right. So, uh so that's coming that I think that's really what I've seen. Um I'll be able to show some teaser stuff here shortly, but um I I got to wait a couple of weeks before I can show the first couple pictures, uh, first sets of pictures, uh, concept art, actually. Um, but this is going to be happening off and on throughout the month, uh, throughout the month of August. Uh, the, the, I will have artwork of the inspired by art up this weekend. So I'm excited for that. Uh, and thank you, Jazzwares, for that opportunity. Uh, also, to check out our homepage, uh, MyMarvelGeeks.net. Go down the right-hand side of the page uh support our web store support our affiliates uh support our our friends over at heroes and villains uh, i believe the codes field agent still works for 10 percent off your first purchase uh they got spider punk stuff over there that looks pretty awesome that's out 
Uh, also, too, check out our dear friends over at Biddy Boomers. Uh, Hulk is available for pre-order, guys. The Hulk Biddy Boomer. Oh, nice. And again, okay. use the code WeBeGeeks, all one word, for 15% off your purchase. And that's any purchase, any time, not limited to just one. So check that out. Um, so, yeah, I, I was at uh, Pop Insider, who's our partners. Um, we are the proud podcasting partners of the Pop Insider. They had a virtual con called uh, Sweet Sweet. Mm-hmm. And um, I forgot who who it was. I have it downloaded on my laptop. But somebody's doing something with... Um, Spider-Man Maximum Venom showing okay. the Cap Venom, Groot Venom. Um, of course, you know we know Biddy Boomers is probably going to be involved in that down the road as well. Well, of course we know. Um, but apparently, this is this Maximum Venom is going to be a major, major project coming out from Marvel. That's really, really? going to blow things. I think it's I think it's going to be the big thing after Empire's done. And I and I'm wondering if Empire's leading into it. Hmm. You never know. Yeah. That's true. So, uh speaking of Pop Insider, I, I would say how are you guys doing, but we already did that on the previous show where we had Tom Rash on. Great episode. Oh my god, a lot of fun. That that's my favorite type of interview where basically is it's what we call the light fuse and get away right. type interview. Because I mean, all you have to do is just you know, just just Add one question, and, and I think that's that's a strength with with our with with our podcast is we're 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 casual. Yes. Yeah, we're casual, and that kind of that helps put the the guest at ease a little bit. It's a conversational interview. Yes, exactly. And and we that when people have conversations ready to go. Yep. So yeah, it's a it's a great interview, and I can't say enough about it. Uh, I can't wait to bring Tom over onto Weeby Geeks to really rehash again Black Alpha, which I can't wait to hear more. And hopefully by the time we get him on, there may be some more news. Um, but just his other stories and other work, oh god, it's gonna be so much fun. Mm, and, oh, yeah. and you guys know Derek; he's gonna be the questions he's gonna bring up if if he if Tom doesn't answer those questions will be awesome <laughs> so um so from i guess this kind of was starting as a san diego comic-con exclusive that marvel is kind of uh since there are no conventions this year truly everything is virtual marvel has decided to introduce this on their own it's called marvel made and right now, this is being done with uh, Read Pop, or powered by Read Pop. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. the fine folks that also bring us uh, New York Comic Con, C2E2, the Star Wars celebrations, uh, PAX. Um, this is a. The, this site will feature high-end exclusive merchandise that will drop throughout the year on a limited time basis. All the projects and products will be inspired by fan-favorite Marvel heroes and will be collaborations with both Marvel industry partners and Marvel's top artists. So to start things off, um, Marvel made is uh, this first one is a Scotty Young premiere bundle. It's available for pre-order, limited to 2,500 pieces, and comes with a set of 10 enamel pins. Can you imagine enamel pins of Scotty Young's artwork? Nice. I'm looking at these. 
and I want the Spider Gwen for Zoe. I'm sorry, Marvel. Go Spider for Zoe. It's sort of like Star Wars and Star Wars New Hope. To me, because of Zoe's passion, it's Spider Gwen, not Ghost Spider. Um, but but the other Captain Marvel, I would love to get from Melissa. I, I love the look of the Captain America as well. Um, I'm trying to get a better picture. I don't... I can't tell if that's Hulk or not. But there's Deadpool, uh, Loki, Dark Phoenix, Thor, Spidey, Black Widow, uh, Carnage, Wolverine. I think that's Miss Marvel. Black Panther looks awesome. Um, So with this, uh, it comes with an exclusive variant cover of Excalibur number one. Uh, All this featuring uh, designs and and art from Scotty Young, who is an Eisner Award-winning artist. Uh, This bundle runs $199 and will be available until August 7th or until bundles sell out. The first first thousand fans to order will also get a sketch variant of Excalibur number one as well. Um, So, yeah, that's thing there um if you don't want to shell out the two hundred dollars you can still buy um a set of two mystery pens for 30 bucks still that's pretty i mean you know everybody likes to have a nice pen right so that's something yeah yeah so um what are y'all thoughts on this marvel marvel's trying to i guess up their exclusive game with convention-esque exclusives that for conventions that aren't happening well i mean uh, for for the collectors out there, you know they, you know you you sort of getting you know you sort of getting that opportunity to get the collector level stuff right uh, without having to be at the convention to get said exclusive. Maybe okay, it's not necessarily the same thing, but it's something you know. Right. And right. The, the as a collector, I would. That kind of gives me something. I like to say, "Hey, I got this," and is it was, uh, you know, it was an exclusive for this event or something, you know. Right. What about you, Eric? Uh, Eric, you may be muted. I was. <laughs> I was saying that I, I'm kind of, uh, I'm agreeing with Kylan. I mean, whether you like the exclusivity or not, you know, con exclusive merch has been pretty much a. Uh, a huge thing mm-hmm. it's become a huge thing but if there's no there's no cons to do con exclusive merch well and i'm wondering how much of this stuff was already in the works before all this stuff yeah mm-hmm. so you know you could say well this is you know we're we're making this available because we you know we want that feel right where or how close how more honest and how more accurate would it be to say we have this stuff made up for cons but the cons ain't happening so we got to unload it somehow right right well i i think it's genius that they're doing this marvel made to do that so obviously the net the next big con that would be involved that we would see something major would be New York Comic Con, which was October ish. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So um so we'll see there. But I'm sure there's gonna be something else for either September or October release as well. So Well, you also had that on, but 
I, I don't know. The con the, the, uh, companies don't tend to plan releases around Dragon Con, but Dragon Con isn't half this year either, anyway. Right. So, so. Right. Uh, also coming to us from the Pop Insider, and I also posted this on MightyMarvelGeeks.net as well. Um, trying to get us, I understand this is from July 10th, but we've had guests the last few weeks, so we didn't get these stories in. Hasbro, on one of their first Marvel Fan First Fridays, introduced a HasLab project. Now, this is the first HasLab project for Marvel, and this thing's awesome. Uh, They needed 6,000 backers to make it go. (laughs) They're past that. Um, This thing is... uh, Now, for those who don't know what HasLab is, this is where uh, the Star Wars Vintage Collection Jabba Cell Barge was introduced and came from. Uh, The second... Um, project was Transformers Unicron from New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Now, Marvel's now entered the fray with a Marvel Legends series figure. I won't say figure, say behemoth. Mm-hmm. If it's a behemoth, it can only mean one thing the X Men's Marvel Sentinel. Ooh, snap. This thing stands at a very teeny tiny 26.3 inches tall. Uh, how tall is that again? A very small 26.3. Mind you, a normal Marvel Legends figure is six inches. Right. Just like the new G.I. Joe Classified series, which those, oh my God, look awesome as well. Six inch G.I. Joe figures, guys, are coming out. They're out already. Uh, Duke, Scarlet, Snake Eyes, Destro, and Roblox. They are sweet. They are awesome. Uh, Of course, it's just like the Star Wars Black series as well. Which ones have you seen? I, I've seen, uh, let me see, my shop had Duke and Roblox because Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes is popular. Uh, all Snake Eyes sold out, yeah. So See, out, out of this first series, I would love to get uh, Snake and Scarlet. But what mm-hmm. I want to do, if I had the funds, even though I am back to work, I still don't have the funds to do it. They, they introduced during that line um, two different Cobra Commanders. Right. And then two weeks later, they introduced a uh, Snake Supreme Cobra Commander. I'm like, oh, I want the Cobra Commanders. I want the trio. I want the trio. Cause it, it looks amazing. Anyway, getting him back to the Sentinel. Um, not only is he 26, we'll just say 26 inches tall. He features an internal frame comprising of 260 individual pieces. Wow. Uh, He contains LED lights in his head and chest and boasts 72, 72 points of articulation. Wow. 20 in each hand alone. 20 in each hand alone. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. And comes with a 18-inch tentacle accessory and a Marvel Legends series 6-inch Bastion figure with alternate Sentinel Prime head. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Now, they needed a minimum of 6,000 orders, uh, which this thing's cost coming in price-wise at Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. $349.99. This campaign is running through August 24th. Hey, my birthday. So uh, any any field agent out there looking to get me a birthday present? (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) 
and you can come on the show with as many guests as you want, including Leah Thompson, when we secure her. That's a promise. If for some reason this thing shows up on my doorstep or I get notification this has been ordered, whoever that person is, you are on this show when we have Leah Thompson. Point blank. <laughs> Point blank. So, challenge put out there. See if anyone goes, challenge accepted. So, I went to Marvel Legends. Uh, this was yeah. introduced on uh, July 10th. Okay. I went to HasLab. Target is 6000 to to fund it. So, here we are at... 31 days, 23 hours, 12 minutes. Any guesses on how many backers we are at? Uh, I'll give you a hint. It is funded. I feel like any number I throw out there is going to pale in comparison. Go for it. 100,000. Too high. Way too high. Okay. 12,000. Very close. 11,465 backers. Well, there you go. Yeah. This oh my god, this thing's gorgeous. It really is. If money was no object and I could do this, I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you guys seen the pictures of this? Yeah, it looks it's gorgeous. It looks good. It, and I hate sentinels. So I hate sentinels, but oh my god, this is this is what they should have put in the movie in Apocalypse or not mm-hmm. Apocalypse. Uh, Days of Future Past. This is yeah. the sentinel that should have been used. This thing. This thing is gorgeous so but to continue on a few days later on the 14th mar hasbro announced marvel legends x-men 20th anniversary collection is here that's right i said x-men's 20th 20th anniversary collection you're going but x-men's been a long around a lot longer than that we're talking 20 years of the first x-men film Mm-hmm. We are getting Marvel Legends figures that have the likenesses of Patrick Stewart, Ian McCullen, McKellen, Hugh Jackman, Rebecca Romaine. And with Magneto and Professor X, you can swap the heads out for my for a Michael Fassbender or James McAvoy head. Oh, nice. Exactly. But why? I'd rather have, since it's the 20th anniversary, I'd rather leave it with the 20th anniversary heads. I agree. Uh, these things are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So, and I guess with Mystique, you could swap her arm out where it's going instead of blue is the blue transforming into the flesh. Honestly, with Mystique, you could swap her out for literally any other figure out there. That's true. That's that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you want to make her into snake eyes with the kung fu grip? Well, guess what? Boom! There she is. Get to it. Yeah. Also, two from Marvel, uh, from Pop Insider with Marvel Legends, uh, coming from the Fan First Friday of the seventeenth. No, it was the Fan First Tuesday from Tuesday the 21st. Um, They introduced um, the biggest reveal was a Hellfire Club inspired box set, which comes with four figures. Sebastian Sebastian Shaw, Jean Grey, Slash Celine, Emma Frost, and Donald Pierce. Uh, Originally, it was intended to be a convention exclusive, um, but it will be available from Hasbro Plus in September for about $80. Uh, also, two in this set, um, an expansion of the X-Men 20th Anniversary Collection with uh, double figure packs. Uh, first one being Deadpool and Negasonic Teenage Warhead, which this looks cool because the names are scratched out. 
Because <laughs> it says Wade Wilson and then the original name and it's scratched out and then written above and below Deadpool, Negasonic, Teenage Warhead, <laughs> Ultrasonic Warhead. Um, and then this gets even better. X-Men, Hawkeye and Logan 2-Pack featuring older versions of the characters. So Old Man Logan, Old Man Hawkeye. Nice. That set alone. Um, both of those are available for pre-order now for 50 bucks each from Entertainment Earth. I would consider it just to get Old Man Hawkeye. Yeah. And then we send it to Ethan Sachs to get autographed. Yes. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Also, too. Somebody needs to reach out to Ethan and, you know, just, you know, just to ask him what's it like seeing some of your stuff get turned into action figures. Yeah. Tell me about it. Uh, There's also a new movie-inspired domino figure that's available for pre-order for 25 bucks. And that's not all. There's going to be a Target-exclusive Storm and Thunderbird 2-pack and an Amazon-exclusive Psylocke, Phantomex, Phantomex, and Nimrod 3-pack. Ooh, Nimrod. Yes. Um... Nimrod, yeah. Uh, let me share screen real quick. Check this out. Nimrod. Oh, yeah. Ah, okay. He looks great. There's Phantom X, Phantom X, and Psylocke. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. And there's the three-pack. Nimrod alone would be worth grabbing out of this kit. And this set will be going... Uh, stay tuned for uh, Amazon for that. Wait, is there a pre-order for it? 80 bucks for the three-pack. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. So, uh, so yeah, there's that. And, um, and then I, I, we don't have a lot of the information, but go to YouTube. You get a nice five-minute clip of New Mutants, of the actual film. Five-minute clip. I will say, I'm impressed. I am actually kind of waiting to see this now. And right now, <laughs> it's been put, uh, looks like the, the release date is August 28th. Whether that's theater or Disney Plus, don't know. But there's a lot of talk that it may just go straight video on demand and Disney Plus, which probably at this point should. Well, uh, the thing is, though, I mean, okay, so I know, um, well, they had their um, panel, right? Right. And so they said, like, you know, they were saying, fingers crossed, they're talking about the end of August. But I guess the issue is, is that with it being a horror movie, um, like would would it actually fit in with with what they I guess what the I guess what you call the 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 style or the brand that is Disney Plus? If they go back and tweaked it and turned it into a PG thirteen, well, it is. Has it been dropped in rating at all? That I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. That would be the only thing. In order for it to go to Disney Plus, they would have to edit it down and and get rid of the R rating. Because tentatively, it, it's set for R. Last I heard. Right. But at this point in time, wait till Halloween to release it. There's a thought. That's true. So, um, and then looking at Marvel.com, there is a sneak. Well, it was announced that uh, Joe Casada has a new show on Disney Plus called Storyboards. Marvel Storyboards. Which I have yet to watch, but it look, the trailer I saw looks amazing. Um, but there is a new show coming to Disney Plus this fall called Marvel 616. And the, the premise is each episode is helmed by a special guest director who will focus on parts of the Marvel Universe. 
giving a gallant glimpse into some of Marvel's greatest inside stories, whether it's how comics are made, which I believe that episode may be the one that Joe Caramagna is involved in. Because mm-hmm. um, I know he's involved in a show. He was involved filming a show for Disney Plus based on Marvel. So that may be it. Uh, hidden gems or cosplay culture. There's something for every type of fan. Uh, the panel was on Thursday, July 23rd at 1. So I'm going to have to go back and watch it. It's, it's been crazy nuts. Um, so um, no release date on when this show is coming this fall, but it's coming this fall. Um, and then the only thing we could go from from here is... Uh, here are the picks of the week. So, Kyla, why don't you start us off? Sure. Uh, my first pick is, and I have to admit, I had a sense of nostalgia for this one. Um, it is X Factor, number one. Ooh, uh, they're bringing back X yeah, Factor? They're bringing back X Factor. Um, Sweet. Of course, this is a different team than what we had back in the mid-80s, it was. Uh, Mutes have conquered death. By the grace of the five, the resurrection protocols can bring back any fallen mutant. But such a huge enterprise isn't without its problems and complications. When a mutant dies, X-Factor is there to investigate how and why to keep the rules of reincarnations. Writer Leah Williams uh, from Amazing Mary Jane and Extremists, an artist David Balderon from Domino and Web Warriors take North Star, Polaris, Prodigy, iBoy, Dakin, and Prestige into the world of murder and missing persons. So this is definitely not your father's. Gosh, it sounds weird saying that. X Factor. Okay. Eric, you're up. All right. My first pick of the week is, um, you know, when you're a dad, you love dad jokes. And so anytime there's a pun involved, it gets my attention. So to my first pick you, you is just like the tra- punishment. Uh, I am the pun is sure. <laughs> and that last joke was two thirds of a pun. Hey, hey you. It, it, at least you're not DC's movie that's struggling to get made. And that would be the. The flush. I mean, the flash. I was waiting to see where you were going with this. It's the flush with the. Moving uh, hastily back to the subject of hand. With the flush point paradox. Uh huh. Uh, my first pick is the Avengers Live, Cree, or Die trade paperback. Uh, the Cree Empire has fallen. The rope. We are doing descriptions, right? Yeah, if it's available. Because okay, all right, because I just totally blanked when Kylan read his. So, <laughs> <laughs> what do you expect? The caffeine has worn off. All right, we're doing this in the wee hours of the morning. The Cree Empire has fallen. The rogue faction known as the Lunatic Legion blames the Avengers and plans to destroy Earth with a massive mega bomb and retaliation. Can the Avengers locate the fanatics and defuse the situation before the clock ticks down? Meanwhile, the enigmatic collector has a secret scheme all his own to kidnap as many Avengers as possible. Years later, the Lunatic Legion returns with a new goal to mutate mankind into a new Kree race. Quicksilver races to the Avengers' side as the battle to save Earth takes them to the moon. 
but can Carol Danvers aid the team while dealing with an intensely personal struggle of her own? Now, this trade paperback collects Avengers, the 1963 run, numbers 365 and 378 through 379. Uh, the 1998 series of Iron Man, number seven. The 1998 series of Captain America, number eight. Quicksilver, number 10. Avengers, 1998, number seven. And material from Avengers, numbers 364 and 366. Okay. I'm going to have fun with this one. Uh, my first pick of the week, uh, since we're only doing two this week, because we got to admit, it's kind of slim pickings with what was out there. Uh, my first pick is Spider-Man Noir number two, which is two of five. Dateline 1933. After months of fruitless efforts, the Nazis have discovered an ancient evil in one of their dig sites on the other side of the world. After a friend of a friend is murdered, scrappy young reporter and rookie gumshoe Peter Parker finds himself torn from his burrow and thrust into action. Unsure of who he could trust, our hero quickly finds himself on a globe-trotting adventure, encountering friend and foe alike, some of whom may even bear a passing resemblance to familiar faces from the Marvel Universe. Hopefully the, the radio effect kind of worked there. I think it did. So, Kylan, second pick of the week. My second pick is Marvelverse graphic novel uh, Captain America. Uh, he's the most inspirational hero in the Marvelverse. Discover why Steve Rogers is a living legend with some of his most action-packed adventures. First flashback in time for a thrilling re-examination of Captain America's incomparable origin story. See frail Steve Rogers become a super soldier and thrilled to his first mission as the fighting adventure of World War II. Plus, the Black Panther and Agent 13 join Cap in battle with one of his greatest foes, Baron Zemo. But is more going on than meets the eye? And Captain America and Spider-Man team up on a mission for S.H.I.E.L.D. Can the S.H.I.E.L.D. slinger and the web slinger stop the stony gray gray gargoyle? Uh, Collecting Captain America from the 1968 series, number 100, and number 255, Captain America Fighting Avenger, and Marvel Team-Up from the 1972 series, number 13. Okay. Eric, your uh, second pick of the week. Okay. My second pick of the week is Empire Savage Avengers number one by Jerry Duggan and Greg Smallwood. Mainly because, you know, you you put Conan in the Avengers, I'm down with it. In South America, Conan finds himself enslaved, which is typically bad news for those attempting to do the slaving. But these enslavers come from beyond the stars, and they've got a singular and grisly end in store for the Sumerian. One that only Venom can help him avoid. Oh, boy. All right. Well, my second and final pick of the week is Star Wars Darth Vader number three, Ghosts of Vader's Past. In its quest to destroy everyone who hid the existence of his son, Luke Skywalker, from him, Darth Vader has formed an unlikely partnership with an eerie shadow of his previous life. Now they return to Naboo, where a powerful new host of vengeful ghosts awaits them. Delve deeper into Vader's past than you thought possible with the shocking tale of tragedy and revenge. Now, I think we talked about this before. The the ghost of his past is actually um, 
the the handmaiden who was used as the queen as Padme's body double, right? Because she looks so much like like her. So, um, Kylan, your MU pick. Because hey, we're gonna give you a bonus two extra MU picks this week. Okay, so my MU pick is Blade Number One. Uh, this is from the uh, 2007. Yeah, 2007 series. Uh, sorry, actually, it says 2006, but still. Um, and so the series is in, for some reason, my screen decides that it doesn't want to show me what, show me anything about the book. <laughs> I, I, like, it was, I'm serious, it was there. It's on, uh, it is part of a series that ran for 12 issues. Uh, this uh, first issue features Spider-Man, who looks like he's a vampire. Um, yeah, so so you have Blade versus Spidey. And, well, I'm sure Blade is going to figure this thing out because we still have Spidey, so Blade didn't just completely obliterate him, right? So, you know... But that's my uh, that's my issue, my, or or my Marvel uh, issue, or uh-huh. Mighty Mark pick that one. Yes. How about you, Eric? Mu pick of the week. My mu pick of the week. I struggled. Those of you listening to this, because these two guys, they already knew. Um, I said several things I probably shouldn't have said. Thank goodness we <laughs> weren't recording. Um, and finally, I found one that uh, is a bit of a departure. It is Marvel Illustrated Treasure Island number one. Uh, I love the fact that Robert Louis Stevenson, the original author, gets a, uh, a writer's credit on this. Uh, I'm sure somebody get a Ouija board and let him know. With uh, Greg Hildebrandt as the cover artist, which I think is just absolutely fantastic because Hildebrandt is really just he's awesome. Anyway, I'm digressing. Uh, Robert Louis Stevenson's seafaring adventure is brought to graphic life by Scrivener Roy Thomas and new penciling sensation Mario Gully. In this first issue, a scurvy pirate named Billy Bones jealously guards a mysterious treasure chest, hiding it at the inn owned by the father of young Jim Hawkins. In pursuit of the chest is the most ruthless band of pirates ever to strap on a cutlass. And when Billy Bones dies, all that stands between the pirate crew and the coveted treasure is poor Jim. This is a classic tale that has thrilled generations of readers taken in by the allure of the sea as only Stevenson could present it. Don't dare miss this limited series adapting the entire novel, me hearties, or walking the plank you'll be. Okay. Well, my MU pick kind of played off uh, Tom Rash when he was on the last issue. Um, I'm going with Punisher number or Punisher 2099, uh, but the more recent series uh, that started it's the volume three series that started in uh, 2019. Um, so I went with Punisher 2099 number one, and it's uh, the future has arrived, but world peace certainly hasn't. In fact, the streets of Nouveau, New York, or Nouveau, York, more crime ridden than ever. Who will rise up to defend the vulnerable population from corruption? Looks like it's up to Punisher 2099 to clean up the block. The only question is who's behind the mask. Uh, don't miss out on your glimpse into the future from rising stars Lonnie Nadler and Zach Thompson. And by the way, Punisher in this is uh, Lieutenant Hector Tago. So we are now dealing with the third Punisher. So uh, any final thoughts, guys? 
Uh, I'm curious to see if any, any more awesome news is going to come out of Comic-Con. This yeah, week. yeah. Well, I'm going to say... Think- I don't think it's a question of if. I think it's a question of what. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's for everything. Because mm-hmm. um, I know Disney has announced that all a lot of their films that were coming out starting next year are now pushed back a year. So, um, well, I thank you guys for hanging in there and sticking with me for a little later than we normally go. We haven't done this since a Friday night recording. Yeah. Who are you again? Exactly. <laughs> okay. um, so I'm just going to go ahead and get right to it. Uh, Thursday, if you would, please. I have a bad feeling about this. I think so do we. This might be important. Forgive the interruption. This might be important.